Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That's what the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast is all about. In this series, I'm taking a moment to answer some of the most regular cat breeding questions I get asked every day. Hopefully the answers will help you too. I'm also covering some topics that are important to new cat breeders so that you can start out on the right foot. Some of the episodes are scripted and some of them are off the cuff. The audio is both good and bad. But the main thing is the information and I'm sharing it in whatever way I can with you in mind. Hello everybody. Now it's been a little while since I recorded a podcast. I've been busy working on my new Cat Breeders Club which is launched and going amazing and that's why I'm recording this podcast today because we had a really great question in the community and I thought I'm going to do a podcast about that so that everybody can know the answer. And the question I had was about backyard breeding. Before I go on, you might find that there are some sound issues today because my cleaner is here and she's vacuuming the hell out of my couch. Uh, at the same time, our neighbor is sinking a bore. So that's going on in the background too. So I think I've found the quietest room in my house um, and I'm going to bring you some information, but I'm sorry if the sound quality is not great today. So what is a backyard breeder? You would have heard this term before. If you haven't heard this term, you must have been living under a rock because everyone in the cat fancy uses this term. And you might see the... um You might see it shortened on um, Facebook groups and and internet forums and things to BYB. BYB stands for backyard breeder. Now, the basic premises of this is that a backyard breeder is not a member of a recognised registering body. So they're not a member of an association that registers pedigrees for cats. Uh, A lot of people will use the term to say that someone is a backyard breeder And they might be a registered breeder, but they might be referring more to their practices that they're breeding for money. Um, But the real, 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 real backyard breeder is just someone who's not a member of a registered association. Now, I live in Perth in Western Australia, and we have the situation where it is actually the law here that you can only have entire cats, i.e. breeding cats, if you are a member of a registered body. Or, and everyone forgets the or, or you are registered with your council. So people who are backyard breeders who are not members of an association can still legitimately breed cats here as long as they're registered with the council. Whether or not the council will register them based on the fact that they're not a member of an association is another matter. It's just that we automatically, as members of an association, we automatically get approved as registered breeders. Uh, And I think it comes down to a lot of what, what this is about is that when you're breeding outside of an association there's no rules for you there's no rules there's no ethics there's no guidelines there's no one to help you and the other thing is the cats that you're breeding don't have pedigrees they can you can provide pedigree information for the, for them and I've seen this happen but that's not a registered pedigree that's definitely 100% that is the parentage and the parentage and grandparentage of your cats so, but the basic thing is a backyard breeder is not a member of a recognised registered body. Now, why do people do this? Why are they backyard breeders? A lot of it is that they just have no knowledge. 
They have no knowledge. No one's told them the right way to do things. So they're just doing things because they think that's okay. It's the same with, it's, it's a lot the same with dogs because dogs are easier to keep entire. People will have pet dogs and they'll, they'll have puppies from them. Cats are a bit harder to keep entire. We know that stud cats in particular are difficult to keep entire and female cats are not easy to live with when they're, when they're breeding cats. Um, so that's a little bit different from cats and dogs, but people just, they have two cats and they can have kittens, so they do. And people feel that they get all up in arms about backyard breeders because they feel that backyard breeders are, are 100% only doing it for profit. They're only doing it to make money. But really, there can be people that are doing it because they enjoy it. And the example of this is not a cat example, it's a dog example. But one of my team members at work came to me and said, Pamela, I'm buying a new dog. Can you help me? Because I don't know much about it and you breed cats, so you must know about it. So we looked at what she was looking at. She said, this lady is selling these puppies and there's this, 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 this and this. And I said, is she, she can't be registered. They're a crossbreed. She said, no, she's, no, there's no registration, but she does give you the pedigree of the puppies, showing them their parents and all of that. And she said, they're vaccinated. They've got this, they've got that. She said that I can't have one unless I come over there and meet her and she gets to know me. Um, she wants to know what my house is like. Is that normal? I have to send her photographs and videos. And the lady was actually doing more than a lot of registered breeders do. She was going to town about selling these puppies. She was very strict about these puppies. And she was acting like a really good registered breeder, um, but she wasn't. And obviously she wasn't because her cat, uh, cats, her dogs were crossbreed ones, crossbreeds, you know, like a Labradoodle, Oodle, Poodle thing. Um, and no kennel club would allow them for recognition. So she couldn't register them, but she went on and set herself up as if she was a registered breeder. And I thought to myself, normally I would have jumped to judgment. And that's the first thing I did when, when she started telling me about this puppy. And after she explained all that, I thought, you know what? Is that such a bad thing? Because the reason for being a registered breeder, a lot of that is about behavior and making you behave in a certain way that's ethical and treats the animals well and puts their welfare first. So I was actually quite impressed by what this lady was doing. Now, I would have been more impressed if she was breeding a recognised breed and a member of her association, yes, but as far as being a backyard breeder, I think we jump to the fact that they're doing it for profit. And a lot of people are, though. A lot of people are. A lot of backyard breeders, just people who've got a couple of cats and are putting them together and, and making money off it. But in saying that, in the cat fancy, I've also seen pedigrees. I remember a lady in New Zealand sending me... Um, some information she was wanting to breed from she wanted to breed the color that I breed which is why we got in touch but she sent me some information about the pedigrees and that of her, the cats that she had and I said this isn't a registered pedigree this is a handwritten pedigree um, it's not from a registering body do you know if that you can get the one from the registering body and I thought that maybe the person was a registered breeder but hadn't properly registered the kittens to save money on registrations which I just don't understand because it's so cheap compared to the money that you get for the kitten anyway. But that's what I thought might have happened. And it turned out, no, this person actually wasn't a registered breeder. They had cats from another breeder that they'd purchased entire and just were putting them together to breed kittens. So there was no way around getting those cats registered in their own right. Um, so that was a thing there as well. So it is happening in the cat fancy too. But 
you know, there are people that, are, whether that breeder was breeding for money or not, I don't know. But there are people that are just breeding for the fact that they want to sell a bunch of kittens and make money off it. And we all know as registered breeders, the longer that you're doing this, it is not a profitable enterprise. You have one C-section and that's it. The litter's in negative, you know. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, the thing about backyard breeders is they can't show their cats. They can't show their cats because their cats aren't registered. You need to have registered cats to be able to show them at cat shows. So that's a really big distinction. And I got asked on my cat breeders club, you know, um, I'm looking at a cat from a registered breeder, but she doesn't show. Is that a red flag? Well, yes and no, because you, not everyone does. And there is also a lot of judgment about that, that if you're a breeder who's a registered breeder, but you don't show your cats, well, then you're no better than a backyard breeder. But I think you are better than a backyard breeder because at the beginning, you the foundation of it is that you are signing a membership agreement to say that you will comply with certain rules. And those rules are not you have to show your cats. Those rules are you have to keep your cats in, um, you know, in good conditions. You have to um, give them a good life. And to me, that's the most basicest thing. So if someone's willing to sign to say that and then there's ways to... Um, make them comply with that then I think that that's they're better than a backyard breeder just for that fact alone um, but they're not showing your cats it, it's personal choice and I strongly strongly recommend people do show their cats even if your cats are not perfect you will find out what your cats are by taking them to a show and I think that we intimidate people from coming to shows because their cats aren't perfect and they get intimidated and don't necessarily want to compete because they don't want to be told, your cat's bad, we don't like that, go away. And that's the feeling that some people will get from shows. I feel like, oh, bring your cat to the show. Yes, I'll tell you, you know, it's great to see you. It's great for you to be here. Um, and now let's talk about your cat. I think that, you know, people should be encouraged to come to shows with whatever they have. And maybe you might not be showing to compete to win prizes, but showing to be there and learn and and improve. And that's great too. Then, you, I mean, you will go to shows. There are people that are there purely to win, purely to win. Nothing else matters. They don't have any, any, any idea of helping other people. They don't want to know other people. They just want to win. And that's the kind of people that you will get at shows. But I think shows can be a place for learning. And I think shows can also be a place for making connections with other people. And I've spoken about this before. You go to a show, maybe you might not meet the person that breeds the cat that you want to buy, but maybe you'll meet the person that knows the person that has the cat that you want to buy. So going to shows is important for that. But when you don't go to shows, there's a ton of judgment and there's a lot of negativity about it. And that whole idea that you're no better than a backyard breeder. Um, if you're buying a cat from someone who doesn't show, explore the reasons why they don't show. Maybe they live in an area where it takes them two hours to get to a show. Maybe they don't currently have any cats that are sort of show quality that they want to show. Maybe they used to show for years and they're just over it. Maybe the shows that they go to have become so negative they don't want to go anymore. Maybe um, they show once a year. Maybe they show once every couple of years, whatever. But find out why they don't show. And just because they don't show doesn't mean that they don't have great cats that might be wonderful for you in your breeding program. Especially if you're new, you have to get cats from somewhere and sometimes you have to take a step down to take a step forward. Um, you know, you want to go out there and buy the perfect cat as your first cat, it's unlikely going to happen. 
you need to buy that starter cat you need to get out there and then you'll get better and better and better and also with those starter cats you put them all together and then you pick the best ones that come out and and then you go forward from that so backyard breeding you know there's lots of judgment and negativity about it there's lots of i think that came up in the club just as well that someone said that i read a big rant on facebook today about someone going off about backyard breeders and there are breeders in the cat fancy that are obsessed with it they are obsessed with the fact that they're doing the right thing and somebody else in their eyes is doing the wrong thing and that they have to be stamped out and they have to be punished and they have to be burned in hell i think but really, in, I, I could spend a lot of time and energy on it. I spend no time and energy on it. I spend my time and energy on helping people who have signed up to the cat fancy, who have registered and have become you know, new breeders. I spend my time and energy on trying to help them become good people because those people are the ones that we can influence and those people are the ones that we will have in our circle going forward. So for me, I could, I could care less. If the person in the suburb next to me is selling British shorthair kittens unregistered and they're not a registered breeder and they're selling them for half the price that I'm selling them for, I don't care. I literally do not care. I know that I have built a list of people. I've built a good reputation and I've built a list of people who are willing to pay three times that amount for my kittens sometimes. You know, like they've been waiting for two years for me to have a kitten. I've offered them my friend's kittens and they've said, no, I'll wait for one of your kittens. Those kinds of people. So that backyard breeder doing what they're doing, it doesn't affect me at all. It doesn't affect me at all. So I'm giving it none of my emotional energy. We only have so much emotional energy in this life. You know, if you spend it on stuff like that, you're not spending it on something else that's important. If I spend my day ranting about someone that's that's not doing what I think is the right thing. I'm not spending as much time on my business. I'm not spending as much time on my hobby. I'm not spending as much time with my family. So yes, it's an issue. Yes, it's a problem. But I think the longer that you breed, you'll realize that you just need to let it go and, and you know, not give it the energy, not give it the time. I can only do, and this is what you need to say to yourself, I can only do the right thing myself. I can only do what I can do. You can't change other people. You can't make other people comply because you are complying. You, other people have free will and they can do what they want. And those people have chosen to do that. Now, you can help people transition from being a backyard breeder to a registered breeder. And this is something, again, where there's a huge stigma attached to that. Huge stigma. People will say, she used to be a backyard breeder. I heard that she used to backyard breed. You know what? If someone has chosen to say, oh, I was doing the wrong thing, I wasn't breeding as a registered breeder, but now I would like to do the right thing, we should be celebrating that. We should be saying, congratulations, good for you. Let me help you get started. Let me help you with what that. Let's see what we can do for you. Maybe um, start to learn that... that the people that are doing these things, yes, there will be people out there doing it for money, but there are people who are doing it because they're passionate about stuff and there are people doing it because they don't know any better and there are people doing it who could actually become registered breeders if we just said, come and talk to us, what can we do to help? And that's a possibility as well. Now, um, like I said, someone who's not showing is not automatically a backyard breeder. Someone who's not showing might have reasons for not showing and you need to explore those reasons for not showing. 
I personally feel all breeders should show their cats at some point, at least once, once a year even. I just think you should. I also think that showing cats is awesome and that's a big part of my hobby. That's, that's the reason why I do this thing that I do. Um, so I think you should go because it's fun and it's cool. <laughs> but if someone's not going, I don't think we should be as judgmental. I think you can be a bit judgmental maybe, but I don't think you need to be as judgmental as we are in the cat fancy. If someone's not showing, they've often got a really valid reason not to show. And they might have had a show history in the past. We just don't, we, you don't, can't jump to conclusions. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit rambly now, so I hope I've answered that question for you. I hope the noise of that boar being put in next door wasn't too loud. And if you would like to join my um, new cat breeders club, we've had some fantastic discussions in there already. It's only been, it's been less than a week and we've got some great stuff happening in there. So if you'd like to join, you can go to my website at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com and if you go to the menu, there's a link there that says club, you'll get all the information, everything you need to know. Um, and you can sign up and join and be part of the club because that's where I help people directly. Okay, lovely talking to you guys and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.